There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. Telling you what, Decked is a game changer. Decked has completely changed how I load, organize my truck. All my stuff that I want is always in there, out of my way, and secure. It's perfect. If you own a pickup truck that you use, you know, like a truck, the decked drawer system gives you weatherproof storage for all your gear. You can lock it up, too. You keep your tools and gear organized, job site or out in the field. Go to deck.com slash meat eater to receive free shipping. Go to deck.com slash meat eater and get yourself some free shipping. Many of you know Axis Deer is considered to be the best tasting venison on the planet. I've been hearing that for years. And that those deer cause some ecological harm. Well, Maui Nui Venison is bringing those Axis Deer to the market. So you can get some fresh cuts and sticks shipped to your door. Visit MauiNuiVenison.com. That's M-A-U-I-N-U-I Venison.com. Use promo code MEATEATER for 20% off your order. It's a Meat Eater Podcast. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newarth, and today we're joined by Stephen Ranella, Giannis Putellis, Brody Henderson, Ryan Callahan, Maggie Hudlow, Corinne Schneider, Randall Williams, and Megan Baker. Megan, this is your first time on the show. Oh, hold on. What's we up? we got to make a correction. She got married. Oh, in the show notes, it was Baker. Well, I she know, just I got know. married. Okay. okay, did you get married between like uh, now and when uh, Corinne set you up as a guest? I uh, know. Okay. I got married back in May. Mm. And and so what what would be the correct way? Megan Deneen. Megan Deneen. And we're joined by Megan Deneen. Megan, this is your first time on the show. How do you think you're going to do at Meat Eater Trivia? I have been playing this every week since you guys brought it out, and I am petrified okay. <laughs> to do this live. Uh-huh. And, and like you play against other folks, right? Yeah, me and my husband play it. Mm. How's that normally go? Uh, car rides, and we pause it a lot and really mm-hmm. think about things. Okay. So actually having to be real time is going to be a little difficult, who's, I think. Who's better, though, between the two of you? Uh, it goes back and forth, depending on what the topic is. What What would be like your strength versus his, you think? My strength are usually animal species and region stuff. He okay. definitely understands more like hunting and firearms better. Okay. I have to admit, it was tough to write a question that would be throwing a bone to an airport biologist. I was going to ask you about this. Yeah. We have a bone uh, that will be thrown her. What do you know? What are you going to ask? Name an airport? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I went and I found your bio um, from oh, Michigan, okay. yeah, yeah, this Michigan is what I was Tech, uh, and it said what you studied in college, uh, so I tried to find something that would uh, appeal to that. Now, if you're not familiar, this is a 10-round quiz show with you questions that one from right. Meat Eaters 4 Verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking. And there's a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization 
of the winner's choosing. And each week here at Meat Eater Trivia, we reveal a new stat. Earlier this week, LeBron James broke Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record for most points in NBA history. So today, we're looking at who scored the most points in Meat Eater Trivia history. At the top of the leaderboard is Steve with 179 correct answers. That's followed by Brody with 165 points, Giannis with 141 points, Cal with 91 points, Seth with 79 points, and Corinne with 69 points. Nice. What? Really? <laughs> 69 points, Corinne. I'm, I'm shocked. She plays a lot. Uh, we, we weren't going to bring that up, to be honest. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Are you counting the 10 she got when you told her the answers? Uh, she didn't get a perfect game, that game, um, but I think that does count. If you took those oh, away, on, dude. she'd probably be like 64. That was the biggest mistake of your career. <laughs> <laughs> because Go on. It's thrown off every stat. Yep. Messes yeah. stuff up. Did you guys call each other? About your sweatshirts this morning? We we did not. No, we didn't. But, I mean, let's be fair here. I mean, you recount the stats of this game uh-huh. at the drop of a hat. It's got nothing to do with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, all right? It's constantly like, <laughs> let's uh, reinvent another way to look at the leaderboard. You're exactly right, Kevin. <laughs> now, Steve, you weren't here when we introduced a segment that we're going to uh, use every now and then, but we're going to call it our zero percenter question of the week. And this is a question that we had on a previous game where nobody got the correct answer. So this week, uh, we are going back to episode 313 for a question that nobody in the room got right. Here it is. When archery companies advertise IBO speed, what does the IBO stand for? I got it. What is it? You want to say it? Yeah. Wasn't it uh I can't remember. <laughs> Does anybody have a guess? It was like International Bow Organization or something. So like that. the answer you gave during that game was International Bow Organization, yeah. but that's wrong. Exactly. The correct answer was International Bow Hunters. <laughs> organization uh the the incorrect answers we had given were international bow org and initial bow operation so nobody retained that information (laughs) i wasn't here for that episode i'm ashamed though that i don't know it no but i think it's it's worth noting that i even though i've gotten older i still think the exact same way (laughs) yeah a whole year older We have some housekeeping to get to. On last week's episode of Trivia, I gave examples of questions that were written by AI technology. As we learned, creating trivia questions about hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking is not a strong suit for robots. But I did find a good use of the power of AI technology. I asked ChatGPT to write me a 20-line poem about Stephen Rinella, and this is what it came up with. Oh, wow. You're not going to read all 20 lines. All 20 lines. Brace yourself. (laughs) In the wilds of America's vast land, there's a hunter with a passion for hands-on demand. With a bow or a rifle, he tracks his prey and brings back the bounty in his own unique way. Stephen Rinella, a man of the woods, with a love for the hunt that never quite stood. Still, he roams through the mountains and streams, sharing his stories and his wild meat dreams. He's a teacher, a mentor, and a guide, showing the way to a more sustainable side. He tells of the beauty that can be found in the creatures we hunt and the food that surrounds. From the deserts to the forests he runs, (laughs) with a love for the land and the creatures he's known, he harvests the wild with respect and with care, 
and shares his knowledge with all who would dare. So here's to Stephen Ranella, a hunter of note, a man who helps us better understand the remote. His love for the land and his passion for the chase will continue what to inspire and guide in this wild, wild place. Yeah, it's, it's it reminds me of uh, Wait, is, it, is that like a sonnet? It sounds like Twas the Night Before oh Christmas. Yeah. It's got that same that cadence That thing's a regular old Bob's Robert Service there. I mean, that's like cremation Sam McGee level Man. quality. Also, I think we should put Hunter of Note on your tombstone. Oh, my God. Yeah, my, my that was, favorite. That was, you know, earlier I was saying the worst thing you ever did in your career? <laughs> that That's the worst thing you ever my did in your career. My favorite line, though, was sharing his stories and his wild meat dreams. <laughs> now, the Shelby Index for this game is a three, so our winner should get about six correct answers. With that, we're on to the game of trivia. Play the drop, Phil. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? Just tend to win everything. Game on, suckers! Question one. The topic is cooking. Which of these recipes did not make Vice's list of the greatest stoner foods of all time? Is it pizza nachos, sloppy joe pizza, pizza french toast, or pizza bagels? Which of these recipes did not make Vice's list of the greatest stoner foods of all time? Pizza nachos, sloppy joe pizza, pizza french toast, or pizza bagels? I would imagine nobody knows this one. Just going to be taking an educated guess. There's absolutely no way that this fits into... Yeah, our uh, cooking like, vertical. This, yeah, is, this so is so stupid. Far I didn't even think about how stupid it was until Yanni brought it up. <laughs> you're you're going to have to keep, uh, you know, adding on to the dumbest thing I've ever done. Are you, this, this are, might be are the you new uh, one. indulging <laughs> in too much of the wacky, wacky tobacco? Does everybody have an answer? <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying pizza, yeah, French toast. Is, that's a lot of Maggie trouble to go through. saying pizza, French toast. Megan saying sloppy Joe pizza. Randall saying sloppy Joe pizza. Brody saying Pizza French toast. Cal that saying wasn't an option. pizza <laughs> French toast. Corinne saying pizza French toast. Yana saying pizza French toast. The correct answer is sloppy Joe pizza. Oh! Man. Megan and Randall got it right. Pizza Son nachos, pizza French toast, and pizza bagels were all on Vice's list. Sloppy Joe pizza is actually from our website. If you want to learn oh. how to make it, then go to TheMeatEater.com <laughs> and check out Daniel Pruitt's recipe oh. called Venison Sloppy Joe Pizza. That was the best thing you ever did. <laughs> <laughs> Brought it around at the end. Great, question two. Great question, man. Topic is mountain men. This next great question comes to us via Clayton Stewart. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. Three states hosted an official mountain man rendezvous between 1825 and 1840. Name one of those states. Three states hosted an official mountain man rendezvous between 1825 and 1840. Name one of those states. Steve, could you get all three if you had to? Oh, yeah. Rest of the room looks just as confident as Steve. Does everybody have an answer? I want to name all three. Don't do it. <laughs> not going to get credit. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Wyoming. Maggie saying Wyoming. Megan saying Alaska. Randall and Brody and Cal saying Wyoming. Corinne saying Colorado. 
Yanis saying Wyoming. The three states are Wyoming, Utah, and Idaho. Oh, I would have got them all three. Wyoming hosted the event 11 times, while Utah hosted it four times, and Idaho hosted it twice. But you got to keep in mind that those states weren't states. Sure. You're acting like they're hosting the Olympics. Right. Colorado Colorado had a rendezvous. <laughs> I mean, maybe the Rivers had a different mind name them, too. I, I would say it's uh, still right. The 1829 rendezvous was actually split between Wyoming and Idaho. The gathering came to an end after 1840 due to decreased beaver populations, shrinking markets, and declining prices. Colorado hosted a rendezvous prior to that. I don't think so. I don't think so. I thought Kit Carson like wandered through the old rendezvous site. Well, Kit Carson was hanging out all over up here. You know what I would have said? What's that? (laughs) In what is now these states. Do you get it, Spencer? Because they're not states at the time. (laughs) Question three. The topic is conservation. What auto brand came under fire from conservation groups after a 2018 Super Bowl commercial showed its vehicle driving through a lake? What auto brand came under fire from conservation groups after a 2018 Super Bowl commercial showed its vehicle driving through a lake? Steve with a quick answer. No, 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 yeah, but I don't know what it is. Okay. I currently have a beef for similar reasons with an automaker right now. Mm, tell us about it. They are advertising driving through the wilderness with the mm. new... <laughs> it's okay. just like... Do you think it's the same offender as the answer to this question? I can't say that, Spencer. Okay. All right. Good yeah, on I mean, you, You Cal. know how this room comes apart. Good on you, <laughs> Does everybody have an answer for what the auto brand is? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Jeep, Maggie saying Toyota, Megan saying Jeep, Randall saying Jeep, Brody saying Nissan, Why'd Cal that, saying bro? Toyota, Corinne Stuck saying head, Volkswagen, I don't know. Giannis saying Jeep. The correct answer is Jeep. <sighs> Damn it! What'd you put down, Randall? Jeep. The Super Bowl ad was made to promote the 2018 Jeep Wrangler. Two days after the game, Trout Unlimited's president sent a letter to Chrysler saying this, quote, The commercial that aired on Sunday might appeal to some, but to sportsmen and women, it was wrongheaded. At our farm in West Virginia, we will occasionally drive across a designated ford, a hardened crossing meant to pass vehicles over a creek, but your ad showed someone driving a Jeep straight up a stream bed as if it were an acceptable practice. Jeep never pulled the ad, but they did defend the commercial by saying it was a man-made lake and a man-made waterfall. <laughs> hmm. Cal, what's your issue with Toyota? I was 100% sure it was Toyota. I thought, <laughs> I'm not that I watched the Super Bowl, but uh-huh. I thought it was. So that and I have a huge issue with my current Toyota, mm. which <laughs> sucks gas. Like uh-huh. it's, it's fr- like I can't drive past a gas station. It's without like it runs having, on gas. It's like it runs on gas and sucks the gas out of other vehicles. <laughs> like it's it's brutal. It's just falling apart on me. Question four: The topic is biology. What animal does an ichthyologist study? Ah. What animal does an ichthyologist study? Ichthyologist. I can spell that for you. I-C-T-H-Y-ologist. 
Steve, you made a groan. Was it a, a, like a good, I well, got it's this? Like, it's like or, I, uh, I knew it, mm. but now I don't know if I know it. Okay. Brody, you got this one? I'm not saying. I want Steve <laughs> to like, sweat it over there. What's your homunculus talking to you about? It's not. It doesn't know. <laughs> it's not talking to me about it. There's it's, a lot it's of like ologists. A, it's occurring in like a different part of my mind. And mm. I was like, I was like, oh, but then I'm like, am I wrong? Yes, you're wrong. You know what? I, I don't know if we talked about it enough. When you had a, a divine intervention give you an answer that <clears throat> I've had time, that happen. But it was a wrong answer. <laughs> huh. Was it? <laughs> yes. It was, yeah. And it was great. So you can't even trust him anymore. Does everybody have an answer for what an ichthyologist I do. studies? Yes. Good. Giannis? Sure. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying oh. fish. Maggie saying turkey. <laughs> Megan saying mussels. Randall saying fish. Brody saying fish. Cal saying insects. Corinne saying lice. Giannis saying lizards. No, Corinne's not ick. <laughs> the correct answer is fish. Man, me, Brody, Randall. Answer, a lot of talent so just, in the room. You know, yep. Yeah. A lot of talent in the room. Did you get that, Bill? Fish? Got it. Yeah. That was very Got embarrassing. <laughs> very embarrassing. There are 27,000 species of fish, making them the most diverse group of vertebrates on the planet. According to Professor Michael Barton, the first ichthyologists were actually hunters and gatherers because they had to learn how to obtain fish in abundance and at what times they were most available. So you're saying no degree needed. That's right. That's great. Now, great Megan, that me. was the one I was throwing to you because you studied biology and ecology in college. I thought that would be a gimme. So we're required to take four ology classes, mm. and I skipped out on fish biology. What were the four you took then? Ornithology, herpetology, and mammalogy. So birds. Uh, what was the next one? Toads. Toads. That's right. Yeah, birds, reptiles, and, and mammals. Birds. Hmm. Question five. The topic is public lands. This is our peak refuel question of the week, which was won by Mike Vance for sending this great question. Mike is going to get a week's worth of peak refuel meals and a book signed by Steve. What national park leads the country in fatal bear attacks? This is going back to the year 1900. What national park leads the country in fatal bear attacks? Going back to what year? 1900. Megan with the quickest answer. The rest of the room uh, staring at the ceiling, trying to envision a map, see where all them bear attacks are happening. And you're saying just bear attacks. Fatal bear attacks. What national park leads the country in fatal bear attacks? Most of the room has yet to come up with an answer. Randall, how you feel about this one? Uh, I've narrowed it down to four or five. Okay. So not, I've got to narrow it down to two. <laughs> Giannis with the blank board. Megan's changed her answer multiple times now. He's got. I think that's the Latvian smirk. Like, is that like... <laughs> Him not knowing, or is that a laughing smirk? Oh, I mean, I can see his board. I mean, <laughs> Again, what national park leads the country in fatal bear attacks? Yeah, I think I got it. Okay. Well, I'm going to leave here. <laughs> you can cross it out. When well, we can, I'm going to leave, we can it leave up, your answer. And then okay. if, when you do, when you read it, I don't. I wouldn't mm -hmm. mind if you just read the one I crossed out. Okay, too. we can do that. Giannis, how we doing? I got an answer. Is everybody ready? Brody? Oh, man. Brody's waffling over there. 
I, I'm trying to figure out if you're messing with us or okay. not. It's a lot easier to pick when you haven't got any of the rest of them right. So, <laughs> <laughs> been ready to roll for a while. <laughs> Brody. Come on, Brody. Oh. All right, hold on. Yep. This is a Changing senior again. moment we're Come living on, in. Right dude. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. Remember what? Remember we what have I Steve asked. that crashed out Cat May. Katmai. Katmai. That, that means you know that's not right. Glacier you... National Park. Yeah. Maggie saying Glacier. Megan saying Denali. Oh, Randall saying Glacier. Good, man. Brody saying Glacier. Cal saying Katmai. Oh, man. Brody crossed out Shenandoah. <clears throat> Dude, he said bear, not grizzly yeah, bear. I'm going to go ahead and say right now that I think we're all wrong. I don't think we have Corinne a right answer in the room. Saying Denali, Giannis saying Glacier. Giannis, we do have a correct answer huh? in the room. It's Glacier ah! National Park, which is right here in Montana. Man, that, that, that uh, Denali ship was good, though, man. Do you, thought, you got a little factoid to go with that? Sure. Oh, Since okay. the year 1900, there have been 12 fatal bear attacks in Glacier National Park. That's followed by Yellowstone with eight, Denali and Glacier Bay and Katmai. Now, how, how am I supposed to say that? Because I, look, I looked it up online and I saw Katmai, but it's Katmai. You, you're, well, you're like the, the closest. Hell, I've, I've never heard it pronounced cat. You, saw, you saw online where it said cat, M-A-Y. I listened to some pronunciations, but you're the closest thing we have to an like Alaska an auto local. pronunciation? Yeah. <laughs> so I, we'll, go with, we'll go with your version. Your chat, uh, G-I-P pronunciation? <laughs> All those can I, can I, can I, can I walk you through my, my thinking? Uh, let me finish. It's the last fatal bear attack in Glacier. <laughs> Happened on May 17, 1998. The 26-year-old victim was a solo hiker who was attacked by a mother grizzly that was with two cubs. Steve, how did you get that one right? Because there's that famous occurrence that was written about in the book. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think it was Jack. Was it Jack? Was uh, the same guy that wrote the Give a Boy a Gun, I think, about I don't know Claude who wrote Dallas. it, but it was like a mass Night, casualty, night of right? the Grizzly. The night of the Grizzly. Well, they mm-hmm. had, there was... In one night, just a freak occurrence. Five one night, different ends of the two. park. Two women got killed oh. in one night by grizzlies. Totally different grizzlies, different parts of the park. And it was what set in so motion. So I was like, well, there's two right there. That, that incident is what set in motion the idea um, that menstruating women are more likely yep. to be attacked by bears. Yep. Phil, we're halfway through the game of trivia. Give us a scoreboard update. With zero points and in last place is Corinne Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> She's fifth on the leaderboard, though, for most points. That's true. So... I worked on the Edge of Glacier National Park for a lot of years, and I'll tell you one thing that does not get talked about is anything bad happening to anybody inside Glacier National Park. Sure. Doesn't doesn't jive well with the marketing. And with one point, we have Ryan Callahan. <laughs> 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 with two points apiece are Megan and Maggie. Ooh. Giannis and Brody have oh. three. Steve has four, and a perfect game. Oh. <laughs> first place. Damn. Yeah, Randall. Oh, Randall, man, just coming in like a steamroller. Um, oh, uh, Although, I, to be fair, he did get that uh, stoner question right. Well, yeah, one, well, one of his right answers about that stoner question <laughs> is he looked visibly perturbed, like he picked the wrong one. And then when the answer got read out, he kind of straightened per, up. Per like, <laughs> He's like, that was a great question. Did, yeah. did you look into Better to be lucky uh, than good. black bear fatal attacks in state parks? By chance? No, like because this the, was national park. No, question. I know, but I just thought maybe you would have 
dug around a little bit farther. Cause how about county parks? Did you look at that? <laughs> Municipalities <laughs> for all the black bears, state parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to bring the stoner question back up. <laughs> what do you got, man? Who eats French toast pizza, and what is it? Is it covered in syrup? Is it savory? You're gonna have to take it up with Vice. Oh, don't that know sounds the so awful. Maybe coming to our website soon. No, I won't allow it. <laughs> Are you a big stoner, Randall? <laughs> no, no. Define big. Little is what Randy Yeah, said. What, what are your guardrails on that? <laughs> <laughs> He's a little stoner. Pretty yeah. arbitrary qualifier. Someone there. told me, like, you know, Randall's a little stoner. <laughs> and they said, Randall's a big stoner. I think of him as the same amount of stoner. <laughs> That's a good point. Looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Aura frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. These things are super cool as a gift, especially if you got mom, aunt, grandma, whoever, and you want to like keep them up to speed on what the family's up to. Okay, It's easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, You can even personalize the frame with pre-loaded photos and memories. Named the best digital picture frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things, Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. You can share photos to the frame instantly from anywhere, meaning you share videos, photos from any device, and they will instantly appear on the frame wherever it is in the world. There's no memory card required right now. Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code MEATEATER at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, man, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if you've learned anything, it's that there is always a catch. So, when I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, well, what's the catch? But it turns out, there isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash meat eater. That's mintmobile.com slash meat eater. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash meat eater. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Man, I'm just coming back uh, not too long ago from youth turkey season in Wisconsin. Now, last year at youth turkey season, it rained and snowed the whole time. This year at youth turkey season, it was in the 70s and even up to 80. So me and my kids are pouring it to it. And after a while, I realized they didn't drink anything all day and they haven't drank anything all day. Well, that's why it's important to get hydrated and have something you're going to like to help you, encourage you to get hydrated. doesn't matter. Outdoor events, turkey hunting, playing sports, beach days, mountain adventures. Summer requires extraordinary hydration that's built for everyday dehydrating moments. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, 
plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. I'll say that again. Hydrates better than water alone. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and you use code MEATEATER at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code MEATEATER at liquidiv.com. Question six. The topic is hunting. Name three of the four animals with the most entries in the Boone and Crockett record book. Hmm. Back, say that again. Name three of the four animals with the most entries in the Boone and Crockett record book. Need you to name three of the four. Brody, we've learned on previous games that your strongest suit is hunting. How do you think you're going to do on this one? I, I, I think I got one right so far. Okay. Name three of the four. But you said deer is not an acceptable answer. I never said anything. Okay. <laughs> Randall, is this going to keep the perfect game going? I have no idea. Okay. Only write down three answers. If you do four, you get it wrong. Steve, you're going to get this one right. Yeah, I'm feeling good about okay. it. I'm more interested in what Randall's got going on. <laughs> three of the four animals. Does everybody have an answer? Yanni's still writing. I bet Corinne gets it wrong. <laughs> Corinne wants to do a side bet. Who wants to side bet? Corinne gets it wrong. Through, I'm going for zero. Does everybody have. She's going for the imperfect game. Does everybody. Maggie's racing. Maggie, I, I how are you doing? Last minute change. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying whitetail, elk, black bear. Maggie saying whitetail, bighorn, black bear. Megan saying whitetail, elk, mule deer. Randall saying whitetail, mule deer, Rocky Mountain elk. Brody saying whitetail, black bear, elk. Cal saying whitetail, mule deer. What's that last one? Black bear. Black bear. Corinne saying whitetail, black bear, elk. (laughs) Giannis saying whitetail, elk, mule deer. The four animals are whitetail, black bear, mule deer, and pronghorn. I don't know if anybody got it right. Cal got it right. Everyone else had elk in there. Yeah, then the minute he said, someone said Rocky Mountain elk, then I'm like, I got that wrong because it won't be that way. It'll be like divided up into all the damn different elk. There are 18,218 whitetail deer entered in the Boone and Crockett record book. That's followed by 4,607 black bear, 4,266 mule deer, and 4,241 pronghorn. Even if you add all three subspecies of elk together, there are only 2,732 entries. Shocking. God, God thinks everything. Spencer does. It is shocking. Mm. I like mean, he... 18,000 whitetails seems like not that many for how. Yeah. yeah. Spencer thinks elk is going to be a popular answer there. I mean, the bar a lot is of set stuff. High, maybe. A lot of stuff he does is, that Spencer does is stupid. But that little <laughs> tidbit. Every where, now and then. That little tidbit where he knew that people were going to write elk. But it wouldn't, he's like, people are going to write out, mm-hmm. but it doesn't count because it's going to be like Rocky Mountain, Thule, Roosevelt. And then, and then he thought about that. And then mm-hmm. he thought to make a little factoid. That's right. That helps satisfy that mm-hmm. question. 
Question very, seven. Very good. Nice trivia. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Topic is cooking. This next great question comes to us via Maggie Shrek. If you have a question you think is right for meat eater trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. What is the main ingredient in cowboy candy? Copenhagen. What is the main ingredient in cowboy candy? Nobody has come up with an answer yet. I got an Maggie Hudlow. You got this one right? I don't know. Okay. Rest of the room, not as confident. What is the main ingredient in cowboy candy? Do you know it, Randall? I think so. Is this a is this a food? Is that the the topic is cooking? The topic is cooking. <laughs> <laughs> what is the main ingredient in cowboy candy? It's not like uh, shotgun shells or something like that. Hmm. Some of the room is yet to come up with an answer. Giannis, you got a think you're gonna get this one? No. What percent chance is it that you get it? <laughs> it sounded depressed. No. There. <laughs> uh, what percentage? I don't uh-huh. know. What is the 10%. main ingredient in cowboy candy? Does everybody have an answer? I'm just off. I my, do not. I'm just off no. my streak, man. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying beef. Maggie saying beans. Megan saying beef. Randall saying jalapenos. Brody saying molasses. Cal saying popcorn. Corinne saying peanuts. Giannis is saying meat. We have a correct answer in the room. It's jalapenos. What? Well done, Randall. Oh my God. You. Listen, there's no way <laughs> I knew it right off the bat. Are you upset he got hired, Steve? No, I just I <laughs> something going Steve. on. There's no way you knew that. Cowboy candy is essentially when you can jalapeno peppers with apple cider vinegar and sugar. Oh, they are sweet and spicy and work great in cocktails, on burgers, with cream cheese, and in baked beans. The condiment originated in Texas in the 1920s. I was thinking about cowboy caviar. Mm. Slightly different. Great Trader Joe's Uh, (laughs) jarred condiment. (laughs) Garnish, I should say. Not quite candy. Name anything with cowboy in it. Randall will get up. (laughs) Anything. Big stoner cowboy, Randall. (laughs) (laughs) Question eight. The topic is woodsmanship. What gender-specific term describes an uncastrated adult male horse? What gender-specific term describes an uncastrated adult male horse? Guarantee Randall doesn't get this one. <laughs> Why is that, Cal? Well, can you read it one more time? The topic is woodsmanship. What gender-specific term describes an uncastrated adult male horse? So I thought you said. You think you got it right? What's the castrated well, one? That's a great question, too. Oh, I can tell you that too. Better question. Why don't we put that in parentheses? <laughs> if you'd like. I, and I, then, I'm going to. And then what okay. word do you associate with whom in the room? That would be a good follow-up. <laughs> Cal, might have been a hint. Is everybody ready? Megan, you have an answer? Oh, wait, hold on. oh, oh. she's changing it. Corinne, did Cal's hint give it to you? I didn't even hear that. Okay. Name. You guys just like, you guys, these people just, do you see how they look? It's like... It's not even an attempt to conceal their boards. That's why no. we're moving to new offices, uh, just so we can have a new podcast oh, table. Yeah, oh, the whole reason. <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying stallion, and he's saying the castrated version is a gelding. Maggie saying stallion. Megan saying Mustang. 
Randall sang Stallion. Brody sang Stallion. Cal sang Stallion. Corinne sang Mustang. Giannis sang Stallion. And the uh, castrated version is a gelding. The room did well. The correct answer is Stallion. A Mustang is a feral horse. A foal is a juvenile horse that can be male or female. A juvenile male is a colt. A juvenile female is a filly. A castrated adult male is a gelding. An uncastrated adult male is a stallion. And an adult female is a mare. Phil, we have two questions left. Give us a scoreboard update. What do you got, Brody? Yeah, Brody's I got, got a something. question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, when someone decides to offer up extra information that wasn't asked for, yep. if they got that information wrong... Steve Steve pointed out, though, he was going to put it in parentheses. Uh, and to uh, be okay. fair, him and Yanni just both wondering. got it right. No, no, I called it out. Okay. Just checking. Phil, give us a scoreboard <laughs> update with two questions left. Corinne, Megan, Maggie, Cal, Giannis, and Brody. Have all been eliminated from. Ah! I was gonna say that last comment. I don't was think you can catch Randall though. Frustration with Randall in the room. I think Brody <laughs> there are two was players, just coming on this. Two players left are Steve with five points and Randall with seven. Yeah, but it, wow. Come on. Don't give up, man. Don't give up. He's gotta get the next two wrong now. My heart is beating like a drum here. Question I was trying to be nine. nice about it, Steve. You want me to yeah. say, like, you got, you got no shot, man. Yeah. Question nine. The topic is fishing. This next great question comes to us via Logan Woodrich. If you have a question you think is right for Mediator Trivia, you can send it to trivia at mediator.com. Phil is going to play you one minute of a song about fishing. You need to tell me who the artist is. Take it away, Phil. Oh. We look for the artist. Need to name the artist. Oh my gosh, he's got an answer already. I know all the songs like this, but not this one. The soundtrack of my youth. It's getting cocky now. <laughs> Here we are, Steve Rinella looking to come from way behind, (laughs) way behind, (laughs) rubbing his brow. Feels like, wait a minute, this is my favorite part. Let's just wait. Just wait. Great, great tune. Just like it for the drums. Oh, yeah. What a drop. <laughs> yeah. There might be some guitar synth there, maybe. I haven't heard anything about fishing yet. He said Listen Atlantis. Close. Listen close. He said hands on the wheel. Didn't say anything about staring into monitors. Uh, uh. Okay, yeah. go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Ooh. air supply. Oh. Maggie without an answer. Megan without yeah, an answer. Randall saying Billy Joel. Brody saying Billy Joel. Cal saying Phil Collins, Corinne right. without an answer, Giannis saying Men at Work. The correct answer is Billy Joel, wow. and the song is the Downeaster Alexa. Yeah, Randall. It does kind of sound like Men at Work. Got it. He did something other <laughs> Thanks, than piano. Phil. Let me tell you something. Have you seen the movie? You've seen the documentary Hired Guns? I don't believe I have. It's about sessions musicians. Yeah. It's like they get like if you're let's say you got a rock band or you're a performer. 
you got the people you tour with, but that's not who you have record. And the documentary is about the maestros, right? Like the absolute best in everything. Yeah. And it's the guys that do the albums. Sometimes they'll tour, but it's like if, you, if you're going to do an album, these are the people that come in yeah. and do the album. A through current on that is what an asshole Billy Joel is. <laughs> mm. It's mostly about... It's 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 about being a sessions musician. It's mostly about mm. the industry's hatred hmm. of Billy Joel. That's why he only plays Madison Square Garden anymore. He doesn't have to tour around with all those folks who don't like him. So that's why I didn't put that down. <laughs> oh, just <laughs> out of principle, out of solidarity, <laughs> solidarity with with all of his session musician I just think friends. He is, he is one of the best catalogs out there. Piano Man, Scenes from an Italian Restaurant, Uptown Girl. I mean, the two. We disc, didn't start the fire. The two disc Billy Joel greatest hits <laughs> oh, CD yeah. was just, just, just the way you are. On big repeat, shot. my whole my whole yeah. childhood. Yeah. Moving out, moving out. Billy Joel released that song on his 1989 album Stormfront, which went quadruple platinum. It's about a struggling fisherman on Long Island who huh. can barely make ends meet. A downeaster is a type of boat that's popular among lobster fishermen in New England. And Alexa is his daughter's name. Thus, Joel called the song the Downeaster Alexa. He was told a sessions musician. <laughs> <laughs> he told him, you're too nice as career advice. And here we are today with Steve not answering <laughs> Let that. Let that linger. We have one question left. We know our winner already. That's you guys Randall. Just take that home for the weekend. Okay. <laughs> we'll finish the game anyway. See how badly Randall can beat him down. <laughs> the poem was right. Steve just shares his knowledge and wisdom. He's a mentor. Randall's going to wake his wife said. up in the middle of the night. There's, there's something I can't get off. So, what's wrong, baby? Am I too Something nice? I can't get off my mind. <laughs> He smokes a little weed. Been doing yeah. it wrong. Just a little. <laughs> Question 10. The topic is public lands. Which state is home to the Tuskegee National Forest and Talladega National Forest? I got it right. I got it right. Randall may not get this one right. Again, looking for which state is home to the Tuskegee National Forest Boom, and Talladega National big Forest. <laughs> I wish folks could have witnessed that. Steve just threw his eraser at our guest. Oh. Megan's not going to come back on this show. <laughs> yeah, Randall, are you going to get this one right? Well, it was a ricochet. Oh, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Does everybody have an answer for which state is home to the Tuskegee National Forest and Talladega National Forest? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying, what's that say? Alabama. Oh, mm. Maggie saying Minnesota. Megan saying Tennessee. Randall saying Florida. Brody saying Alabama. Cal saying Alabama. Corinne saying Michigan. Giannis saying Tennessee. The correct answer is Alabama. Nice. Did you say Michigan, Corinne, because yeah. of Steve's reaction? I did. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was why I changed my answer. <laughs> now, Giannis, what was up with all that confidence to get that one wrong? 
Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I thought that that forest was in Tennessee. At just 12,000 acres, the Tuskegee is the smallest national forest in America. At 17 million acres, the Tongass National Forest in Alaska is the biggest national forest. That means you could fit 1,400 Tuskegee National Forests in the Tongass. How badly did Randall win? Did he win by one or two? Two. two. Randall finished with eight. Stephen Brody were up next with six points apiece. How badly God, did Randall win? That was yeah. an in way to... We'd be having a showdown between <laughs> Brody right now. If it wasn't for that cowboy question and the stoner question. Yeah, in the old days, it'd be like, it'd be like, tiebreaker. <laughs> but now it's like, oh, hey, Randall yeah. won. Yeah, the old days, which was a week ago. But <laughs> uh, you only got eight? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going for perfect game. Randall, what no, happens next is you get to choose mm. where the $500 donation from Meat Eater goes. So what's it going to be? Uh, Let's do TRCP. What do you like about oh, that? Oh, nice, Randall. Kiss yeah. ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, wonderful organization guaranteeing all Americans quality places to hunt and fish. They get a lot of stuff done behind the scenes and uh, just proud and happy to support the mission. Well done, Randall. Thank Megan, you. thank you for joining us. I bet you beat your husband when this episode comes out, right? I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. Now, Megan, you brought something with you to the studio. You have a skull in front of you. Tell us about that. Yeah, so the, um, I work for USDA Wildlife Services, and my district does meat eater trivia as a competition throughout our district. And so I brought a skull with me for everybody here to sign. To use as our trophy for our winners. I like it. And that That's just awesome. like sits on your desk then yep. if you're the winner at the time. Yep. Megan, thank you again for joining us. Join us next time for more Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. Good game, Randall. Randall always wins. Telling you what, Decked is a game changer. Decked has completely changed how I load, organize my truck. All my stuff that I want is always in there, out of my way, and secure. It's perfect. If you own a pickup truck that you use, you know, like a truck, the Decked drawer system gives you weatherproof storage for all your gear. You can lock it up, too. You keep your tools and gear organized, job site or out in the field. Go to deck.com slash meat eater to receive free shipping. Go to deck.com slash meat eater and get yourself some free shipping. Hey, if you follow wildlife news at all, you're probably aware that the island of Maui has an incredible abundance of Axis deer, so much so that they're causing ecological damage. Well, Maui Nui venison is thinning out some of those Axis deer herds and delivering venison sticks and fresh cuts to your door. Visit MauiNuiVenison.com. That's M-A-U-I-N-U-I Venison.com. Use promo code MEATEATER for 20% off your order.